Hello everyone, all, all my beautiful ones out there that's tuning in on Inspire to Rewire today. Today I would like to share some thoughts I have about the ego. Maybe some of what I will bring forth today will resonate with some of you and with others it might push some triggers. As many of us are attached to our ego and identify with it. Because the ego has us convinced that we actually need it. Not only that we need it, but that we actually are it. I am my body. I am my personality. I am angry. I am depressed. Or I am a good person. I am sincere. Definition after definition and title after title. Our ego has us chasing so many things that doesn't hold any real value or actually matters by the end of it all. The ego actually crowds our mind. It's the roommate you want to kick out once you realize it's there. The discovery of our ego or your ego has to do with the journey going inwards. And it's, always, it, it, it's not always pleasant and comfortable. It can actually be very uncomfortable and very triggering. To see oneself in a light where it's easy to see others and judge isn't always a nice experience to discover for oneself. Once we become better observers without judgment, we are able to accept what we seeing others as well as what we see in ourselves. We can often see colors on others that we don't like without actually giving it a second thought that a lot of what goes on around us is actually a mirror of ourselves. It's easier to see bad colors on others and keep the blindfold on, avoiding seeing it on oneself. But once we accept what we can find without judgment, we can let it come to surface so we can actually let it go. But when we resist what we might be and suppress it because we don't want to believe that about ourselves, we can't let it go and transform it. We are always changing. And when we focus on our healing, we can change the direction of our choosing. In these moments, we can intentionally reclaim our power. Every single moment we take to know ourselves, we return as someone new. Everything can be taken away from a man except the freedom to choose how to react in any given situation. Most people, they lose their free will to those programs and traumas that the ego might be attached to. Something, sometimes, doing what is best for you won't always feel best right there and then. But after realizing and releasing it, it will be the liberation you didn't even know you were seeking. A big issue we have today as humans, or the human species, is that some of us are very productive and we keep busy with everything that we got going on. 
while others stay distracted in other ways with the consumption of what society has put in front of us. To consume like uh, TV shows or news or social media or partying or alcohol, whatever it might be. The list is long. Many people cannot allow themselves the time to sit and do nothing but breathe. They consider it to be uneconomical or a luxury. People often say time is money, but time is so much more than that. Time is life. The simple practice of sitting quietly on a regular basis can be profoundly healing. Stopping and sitting is a good way to focus on a mindful breathing and nothing else. This practice can unravel what really goes on inside of you and make you both reflect and see yourself from a different perspective. Whatever calms and concentrates the mind causes the purifying release of old burdens that weighs us down. With different techniques, you can reach different levels of your mind. A lot of people keep running away from their darkness until they come to a point where they realize that facing their own darkness is where they can actually find their freedom. When we disconnect from our pain, we stop growing. I do think a question that we actually should ask ourselves frequently is, am I observing the situation accurately or am I projecting how I feel into what is happening? Because your ego is jealous and it has self-doubt and self-hatred and anxiety and narcissism and fear of others, and harshness, and impatience, and lack of compassions and illusions. Your ego sees problems, and your consciousness sees solutions. Your ego is not just the idea that you are better and more important than others. It most often arises in the form of fear-driven emotions that grip your mind when no longer believe yourself to be capable of great things. Your ego is when you look down on yourself and treat yourself harshly and project this onto others and judge them. Or when you are involved in a relationship or friendship and have a me mentality. It always ends up being about your wants and your needs. The ego makes us see the world through fearful illusions, lacking empathy. As long as the ego calls the shot, we can never become other than what it says. It's like a dictator. It offers us paternalistic security at the expense of our freedom. We have to learn how to venture beyond our ego because the ego is a cloud that surrounds the consciousness and disturbs its clarity. When we grow our self-love and meet our own shadows, the ego diminishes. When we purify ourselves and let go of mental burdens, traumas and wounds, the ego then loses its powers. As we learn to heal ourselves, we also learn not to hate our ego, 
nor do we become complacent with the limitation it imposes on our lives. The highest happiness and most deepest sense of freedom comes with an unshakable peace. This is only possible when the ego no longer is the boss. Then the love of consciousness can flow without any interruptions. With meditation, the question inside of you can rise. Who am I really? If you would ever like to measure the length of your ego, that actually equals the distance between you and your freedom. I have stumbled upon a few people here and there throughout my time during my spiritual healing path. And when people say things like, I like my ego, I can then understand just how attached that they are to their ego. When the ego is that big and present within a person, it's hard for them to separate the ego from their own soul. Once you are able to practice meditation with consistency and come to a point where you are able to go beyond your subconscious mind, the opportunity will arise in you where you are no longer exclusively what the ego defines you to be. The removal of the ego's filters will not be such a great threat anymore. It will actually be your liberation, your key to freedom. What what is happening within us will always reveal itself in the energy of our words and actions. Towards ourselves as well as others. Your body is a field of moving energy and a system of information. As life continues, it fluctuates. We tend to gather attachments and burdens and traumas and sorrow And we hold them so tightly that they become embedded in us and in our bodies. All of us have inherited traumas from our ancestors. It is encoded in our spiritual DNA. And this causes blockages and disruptions in the flow of our system. It can limit our own access to the best versions of ourselves. We carry our attachments and pain in our bodies as we let them as we let them go our bodies our bodies will change. A lot of people is trapped on the surface level of consciousness where their ego is very present. Where they project their ego onto the world and their realities. A person with a big ego can uh, can end up in all these various messy situations within their life with relationships or divorces or work situations or whatever it might be and it's never their fault that the situation ended up the way it did it is always someone else's fault they can have a victim mentality and wonder why me why is all this happening to me failed marriages divorces, illnesses. So they seek outwards because there is something missing inside of them. So they look for the next thing, seeking recognition, possessions to be to feel fulfilled. 
They keep blaming others for preventing them to fulfill their goals or achievements. The ego think it's better to blame others than to actually take responsibility. Blaming groups of people for feeling unfulfilled. Blaming others to give themselves a sense of satisfaction. It feels good about feeling bad. That's why blame others. It feels good about something that went wrong. The ego can either emphasize your victim mentality or the victorious mentality in the world. Both works for the ego. The ego often thinks it's better than others, being more of a victim than others, that their struggles have been worse than any others. All of this goes on like a play in their mind. It's the structure of the ego's thought. The ego keeps you trapped on the level of personality. Me and my story and my personal history. It perceives everything from the conditions of the veil of the mind. Projection is projecting is reality into the world. What is normal today can in many cases equal insanity. The ego enjoys to be around people who stroke the ego. We put the individual on a pedestal. The ego likes to be around people who cheer on them and makes the individual feel special. The ego enjoys to feel superior towards others. The ego forms a construct. It keeps you trapped in titles. It keeps you trapped in a sense of identity that is attached to material things or possessions, achievements or material achievements. It forms identity that depends on external things. People with an ego present never really feel truly satisfied and have a hard time to be at ease. Unhappiness lays deep within. That's why they can never feel satisfied. Even beauty can have people feel superior. And once that beauty fades, the discovery of unhappiness will actually surface. The ego gets satisfied once it gets validated or confirmed. The ego will always compare itself to others. It's a mind man's sense of self. Mind, it's a mind-made identity. And it's literally just conditions of your mind. If you are not all that you think you are, then who are you? What is beyond the personality of the shape of you? Have you ever tried to discover your essence identity? You can evolve human consciousness through you. Isn't that powerful? People with an ego present will have a hard time to let the words from another get beyond the clutter in the mind. They will have a hard time not being around people who caress their ego, but rather challenge their ego. The essence of who you are is beyond your personality. It's beyond your past experiences and your ancestors. 
deepen the connection of who you truly are. Because you are so much more deeper than you than your personal experiences here. Don't stay trapped in your condition, personality, or the ego self. You know somewhere instinctively that something is wrong. Society today is the sum total of individuals. What and who are you? How are you contributing to all and everything that happens around you and across the globe? My healing and discovery of my own ego didn't happen overnight. And it wasn't given to me by any other. I am the maker and the creator of the happiness and love growing within me. I am not the clothes or the materialistic things that I own. None of it defines me. My beauty doesn't define me either. What defines me is how many people I can have an impact on as I understand that I am everyone and everything. How many people I can inspire to heal for themselves as they heal for the collective. How I live my life in love and correct myself when I notice the ego present in me in different situations and relationships. Serious transformations happens when you get the courage to try new things and act in new ways and don't need to longer hide from or lie to yourself. You are the ancestor that changes everything in your bloodline. You are the golden light in human form brought to earth with a higher purpose. People grow when they are loved well. So start to truly love yourself and all others. Start to show up for yourself, raw and pure. Face your fears and everything that comes with the removal of your ego. And if you want to help others, love them without any agenda. Because the healer you, because the healer you and this world are looking for is you. And your own courage to know unconditional love and love yourself completely. The more you heal, the more you will act from a loving space for yourself and others. You will start to set healthy boundaries and people with their ego present will actually react to this. And if people don't understand your journey and it makes it out to be about them... Or try to keep you where you are because that's where they're comfortable with having you. Please understand this. It isn't healthy for you nor them. Once they come around to have a better understanding for you, that's when they are ready to change and transform themselves. Never ever let the fear of losing anyone in your life keep you from becoming the purest form of yourself. You owe it to yourself. Detox your life and your mind and your body. Get everything in alignment with who you are becoming and strive to become. Get on your track, not anyone else's. You don't owe anything to anyone but yourself. The discovery of the ego can be very challenging and scary. It can get dark once you decide to heal. 
The unraveling of who you are can be an ugly truth to see at times. But also beautiful. But I know that you can handle anything. You can come back from anything. You showing up for you is personal. Trust me, you can do this. Get up, dust yourself off and go on with the liberation process of yourself. You got this. Just keep pushing. I know that nothing is ever promised to us in this life. So don't live this life in vain. We are the creators of this life. And I hope that you can choose this life for you. Choose happiness, love and light above all. We all need to rebalance and to reflect over everything. Because reality checks in when self-isolation takes place. It gives a chance for a different flower to bloom within you. Spiritual solitude is a huge component in self-evolution. And with work, slowly your mind starts to recognize the real you. And your journey towards emotional intelligence, brain and heart coherence can take place. Step by step. It ain't going to be easy. And I am sure it will feel lonely at times. And I'm very certain that you will start to question a lot of things about you and the world around you. Because a different mindset is created. And a different you will take place. A better you. Where there is more self-care. And more (laughs) self-awareness. And above all, more self-love. Invest in yourself for you. And in that way... It will rub off onto others. A better world inside of you is created. And a better world outside of you will take place. Your vision will get improved. Because the filter that you see the world with will start to fall away. The more you heal, the clearer your eyes and sight becomes. Mistakes are a fact of life. It is the response to the error that actually counts. Rumi said this beautiful thing that I want to end this episode with. The wound is the place where the light enters you. Namaste. Namaste.